0: Welcome to episode 46 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the live short-lived free podcast where three freedom-loving, gun-toting, capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and whatever the hell else we feel like. Tonight on the agenda, carry insurance from Palmetto State, electronic Form 4s, the SIG MCX Raptor, the JTAC Strybog Bullpup Lower, and a few other interesting uh, tidbits. Our panel tonight is made up of Mr. Andrew Johnson, as always, Sam, the owner of ShyWorks, and I'm your host, Box. This show is sponsored by ShyWorks, Iowa's preferred code applicator and ballistic imagery. Sam, what, uh, what cool-ass things have you been doing at ShyWorks?
1: Oh, well, just as usual, making, uh, making boring guns look badass. Um, recently, uh, today, what was I doing? I was, I was working on a, uh, Republic of Texas, uh, AR, um, but that's basically, that's all we do. The customers tell us how they want their gun to look, you know, any idea they have and we take it and, and make it a reality anywhere from the, uh, one of the more recent ones I did that I just gave to ballistic imagery actually for some photos was a, a carnage one. If you're familiar with the movie Venom, um, there's a character in there named carnage. And we took that, we took a CZ and, and, and made that uh, to look like, uh, it was from that movie. So, um, also we do G- Glock backplates, mag bases, um uh, laser magazines, patches, shirts, all sorts of goodies on shyworks.com. You can use coupon code LSLF10, and that'll get you 10% off everything in your cart on uh, shyworks.com. So uh, go check that out.
0: We are also brought to you by ballistic imagery, photography, videography, and wall art. For those of us that love freedom, Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic imagery, bulletproof quality. See for yourself on Facebook and (laughs) BallisticImagery.com. Okay, the intro's done, folks. I see in the chat there miles says the hold music is going to put me to sleep where's the hype not 30 seconds before miles we were talking during that and johnson was like boy that music is going to put a guy to sleep (laughs) i i guess i need to change the hold music i'm sorry i didn't want (laughs)
1: to didn't want to like yeah you need some you need something really get them get them hyped up and really really uh happy to see us rather than falling asleep when we start talking
0: well i did you see the new introduction i changed that that's
1: i did that that's badass that's yeah, that's tied <laughs> up right there that is that is some hype i'll agree with you there that was pretty that was pretty good good job box
0: thanks i can't do everything that's pretty much what i did today
1: <clears throat> huh.
0: sam what's that in your, oh. in your koozie
1: there that is just the old uh well it's not the old but it's just a, just the Bushlight mm. hunting edition Boring hunting hunting edition can uh Somebody bought it for me, actually. So, this is like, this is how we pay for things amongst our friends in Iowa. You're like, how mm-hmm. much you want for it? You're just like, give me a case of bush light. Sounds good, man. Yeah. You can get a lot of shit accomplished with a case of bush light around this area.
0: Mm-hmm. The market's going to crash. you really be and surprised. Bush light is going to be the new currency in the Midwest.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. About mm-hmm.
0: Especially with the
1: apocalypse. So, start, start stocking up. Yeah. You still got, you still got bush light, man. Hell yeah. You can get, you can freaking get all sorts of shit for that.
0: Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Prepping and just hoarding bush lights. There you go. There I you don't go. think they have much of a shelf life though. So.
1: Oh, shoot. You're going to oh, have to refrigerated. They do.
0: You're going to have to drink a lot of them.
1: <laughs> well, how long does beer last for when it's, I mean, say you put it in your basement at 60 degrees. I'd say it lasts pretty long time, wouldn't you? I mean, a couple of years. I, I mean, it's not
0: going to be very good, but
2: in the apocalypse, a bush light is. I mean, give it a couple of years. I'd, I'd definitely still drink it if it was. Hell yeah. you know, it was available. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'm right. Who cares if it's if it's a little bit skunked? It'd still be delicious. I'm not going to lie. I think I
2: I was at my mom's house. And I grabbed a beer out of the basement fridge and I was like, it was a Bud Light. And I looked at it and I was like, man, they haven't made these cans in like three years. Because, you know, mom doesn't frequently stock the beer in the fridge, you know?
1: Sure, sure. Yeah.
2: I was over there doing something for her and I ran down there, grabbed a beer out of the basement fridge. And I was like, hmm, I know this is at least three years old. I drank it anyway, it was fine. I mean, it was a little, I, you could tell it was a little skunky, but it wasn't
1: like, oh my God, that's gone bad. No. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True beer drinkers. It ain't going to matter.
2: Yeah.
0: I was going to drink drinking, box. I'm not drinking anything tonight. I was going to go to the grocery store and get some stuff and make myself some hot toddies, but I didn't have time. <clears throat> I got caught up with some stuff. and
2: Have you been sick for the last month?
0: I just <laughs> I got believe. sick again after, like, Saturday. I, this is Jesus second, Christ, sec- second time in three weeks, and I'm pretty upset about it.
2: <laughs> just take start taking your vitamins, dude. You to buy, maybe instead of going to buy shit to make hot toddies, maybe, you know, a gallon of orange juice, perhaps?
0: <laughs> I have literally <laughs> drank a gallon of orange juice.
1: <laughs> I, drank, he,
0: uh, I drank a half gallon on Monday.
1: <laughs> that's what he brought to the podcast on sunday
0: it was <laughs> orange yeah. juice yep and uh, that's a wise choice hot toddies are known for curing colds johnson is oh I yeah oh know.
2: trust me i've used it before was, and
0: it was great
2: my, my grandmother anytime it was like if you were over the age of 12 you were having a hot toddy for dinner if you were feeling like shit because we're knocking that out right now
0: <laughs> yeah, usually i only get sick I mean, your normal amount of times a year, just a cold two or three times a year, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell the first thing was that got me. Well, it must not have been a cold, but this
1: is just cold and it's pretty annoying. Miles said you got the, the Omicron.
0: Yeah. Omicron. Probably. Chad mm-hmm. is pretty quiet besides. Yes, it is. Miles we got, there. Is we got there Miles anybody up in there
1: anybody here? Who else we got in here? It says we got. It says we got people watching. They're uh, keeping to themselves tonight, apparently. Tell oh, us what you're drinking. I didn't.
0: I was gonna ask you before the show, Sam. Should we give something away? Do
1: you got uh, anything sure. to give away? <laughs> I got. I got patches and stickers. <laughs> it's like, what do I got on my desk? I got <laughs> patches and stickers. <laughs> Shooting pews and slamming Bruce. We got that. We can do a uh, aluminum patch tonight. Tell you what. Tell you what. You guys want an aluminum patch? Uh, and some stickers. We'll throw in some Shywork stickers and some uh, Gears and Beers stickers. And then, uh, yeah, so all you got to do to get entered is share it and comment in the in the comments that you shared. And say we get, I don't know, we got to get a few shares out of the deal. We'll say six shares, and we'll give away this patch at the end of it. How's that sound?
2: Sound like a How fair was, deal? That's the most random number you could have possibly picked.
1: Yep. Well, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking slow in here tonight. I was trying to, you know, hey, you know, trying to set the bar Sheesh. low so I can give shit away. Well, six and a <laughs> half, 6.25 shares, and we'll, we'll give a boy we'll a six
0: pass and there. a quarter. <laughs> That's attainable. It's got to be exactly 6.25, though. <laughs> can't go over. Yeah. Okay. Well, I suppose we should probably start the show. Sam. What's this I hear about insurance from Palmetto State?
1: Well, actually, um, it is not from Palmetto State. Um, I looked into it a little bit more. And essentially what it was, um, they sent out an email and they were given away a, uh, basically, if you bought, if you signed up for coverage for carry insurance through right-to-bear insurance, uh, you got a free, a free AR-15 lower. Um, so I was mistaken when I put that in the, in the show notes, um, it's not from Palmetto state, but it is from, they kind of partnered up with right to bear insurance. Um, and you're giving, they're giving away, um, a lower or $40 off at Palmetto state armory, uh, on the website. So that's kind of a good deal. You can, uh, you can sign up and get insurance. And this is something that, uh, we've been preaching about for a long time, but I have yet to, uh, participate in myself because I'm a fucking hypocrite. Um, but I think I think uh, the way everything's going in the world, obviously, um, you know, the the Rittenhouse case just got over and that went the way that it, that uh, we all hoped it would. But the fact of the matter is that he had to spend uh, tens of thousands, I'm sure hundreds of thousands, uh, just to defend himself on, on a justified shooting. And that's not going to be any different for, um, you know, for yourself. There's a very good chance that you will be arrested. Uh, and even if you're completely justified, Um, And you do have to defend yourself. And the fact of the matter is that that shit is freaking expensive. It is not cheap. Um, So they do offer insurance specifically for that, which is what we're talking about, right to bear insurance. And there's different, but I do recommend um, looking at different different, uh, providers. Uh, because I did get to looking at this one and for their, their bronze, um, package, their lowercase one or their lowest one, it's uh, 115 a year comes out to, or you can do 1095 a month. Um, but I found out that it is not, it is not, it's, it's like up to $50,000, but then they reimburse you for your, for your bail. They reimburse you, uh, for your, for, uh, uh, compensation in court, um, several things. But I do know that there are other there are other insurers that do not reimburse you. They pay you up front because I feel like in a situation like this, if you don't have $5,000, $10,000 laying around, it's not going to do any good if you have uh, insurance to reimburse you because you can't fucking pay it. They're not going to reimburse you shit if you don't pay it.
2: Yeah. How are you supposed to come up
1: with a retainer for an attorney or even bail money or any of that shit? You know? Exactly. Exactly. But so I went and I compared this to another plan and this is a second call defense. That's a, what we like shooting. They've been touting this this for years. Um, and these guys, they they do offer immediate cash bonds and immediate attorney retainers. That's that's upfront. Um, so I guess the reason that I'm bringing this up is I'm not pushing you towards one or the other. I'm just telling you to, to do your due diligence and do a little bit of research and find out exactly what you have and what it offers. So in the in a unfortunate incident, comes, comes or comes around when you actually have to use this, um, that, you know, exactly what you're getting and you're not going to be blindsided and your ass isn't going to be sitting in court or sitting in jail because you don't have the bond, the the bail bond to, to get out. So, um, that's, that's my spiel on that. And I think, uh, this year is I'm probably going to take the plunge into getting, getting my own. Um, so I'm covered on that. Um, basic is 10 bucks a month. I mean, take the plunge. Well, (laughs) you're going to take the plunge for that, that $120 a year. Well, that's the basic level. I would probably go up to, uh, up to. Um, there's another $15 package or on the right to bear, the next one's $20, all the way up to $50. Um, second call defense goes up to $35 a month. So either way, like I said, I'm not pushing you towards one way or the other. I'm just telling you that it's a very good idea to have something like this if you are a person that does carry on the daily. Um, so yeah, that's my spiel on that. And it's really all I got to say about it.
0: Hmm. Well, that's not near as exciting as I thought it was gonna be.
1: No. Well, once I started looking into it, I was like, well, wait a second. This is not mm-hmm. actually from Palmetto. They're just they're just pushing people to get it, which is in and of itself a, a very good thing. I think yes. people need to be people need to be made more aware of this. And it's good that a company such as such as uh Palmetto is, you know, pushing this out because they're they got a huge, huge following. Um, you know. And I'd be willing to
0: actually- bet a large portion of their fan base doesn't even know carry insurance is a thing.
1: Absolutely. Right. I think a lot of Palmetto's fan base is, is very uninformed, uh newer type guys, uh, you know, just looking to get into this shit. So um, either way, it's a good thing that they're, that they're, uh, they're pushing stuff like this. So yeah, absolutely.
2: You know, it's funny. You talk about Palmetto state and like being newer guys and stuff. Cause it's, and it's true because a lot of their, I think, um, I don't know if it's true for all of us, but I know like when I first got in, it was getting into guns and stuff. It was all about the budget build. Right. It's like, how can I, how can I build a nice AR as cheaply as possible And Palmetto state seemed like a really good, you know,
1: oh, yeah, that's uh budget
2: minded, you know, v- good value basically. Um, and as you get more and more into guns and more or build more and more ARs or change them, you just get farther and farther from that and just say, okay, I need, you know, now I, you know, I was good with an O light. I got an O light at first, but then I got a stream light. Now I want a surefire. I started out with a Palmetto state, you know, just barreled up or Okay, well, now I want a criterion barrel and I want a, you know, KAC carbon handguard or something, you know. It's like, it's kind of a good starting point. And I noticed I was looking on YouTube the other night, and if you look up like any, you know, 14 and a half inch AR build, 10 and a half inch AR build, every two out of three videos has PSA in the title somewhere. <laughs> like right. everybody on YouTube is building Palmetto state stuff. It's kind of funny, but they're like a, they're, they're the gateway <clears throat> drug, man. Well, it's, and that's kind of their whole thing, It which, you know, it's kind of why I bring this up is because their whole thing is to get as many guns into the hands of us civilians as possible. Yep. Right. So to make the AR 15, the most common gun in the U S that, you know, and that's kind of the same deal with like their dagger just to make another cheap Glock clone to get as many of them out there as they can to have that many more armed Americans basically. And, you know, promoting this carry insurance is just another good way of making sure that, you know, people are fully prepared, not only with firearms, but with legal protection as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're, and they're damn good at what they do. I got to give them that. I mm-hmm. wonder where they rank as far as um, number of guns that they that they move every year, as compared to you know some of the the other big guys in in the U.S. I'm, I'm I should find I would, out.
2: Yeah, I would like to see how many, you know, like how many lowers even
1: they. I bet they're way. I bet they're. I bet they're more than what you would think. A lot of because. Like you said, dude, you freaking go into the, the Facebook gun groups and the YouTubes and, and all this shit. More times than not, you're seeing Palmetto State shit, you know? Yeah. Um Andrew says Palmetto fan base is poor. Well, fuck, I don't care. As long as there's people getting into it, I, I don't give a shit what they're what they're buying. I'm a poor. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm poor as shit. I still tend to, you know, like I said, I started on I started on Palmetto stuff just because it was what I could afford. And I mean, obviously I'm um, definitely too far beyond that at this point, but <laughs> that's where I started.
1: Who, uh, Ruby says VOA FYI. What, what the hell is, what, what's she talking about? VOA FYI. No
0: idea. I, I'm assuming some kind of insurance. Oh.
1: Ruby, if you're still listening, you're on the YouTubes over there. If you're still listening, uh, uh, clarify what exactly you're talking about. Uh, is there any cases where an individual needed to use this insurance? Were they actually helpful? Absolutely. Um, I can't point you to those cases right now, but I certainly can, Nick, if you want, if you want to, uh, to follow up, shoot me a message and I'll find some of those cases. Cause I know, I know that it has been used, uh, numerous times. So absolutely. And it's not, I mean, it's in your home, it's in your, you know, it's out and about. So, you know, that it that it's being used, um, and it's as long as it's a legal gun, they're going to cover you for it. So you're, you know, I'm sure there are many cases of it being used. Okay, moving on. Um,
0: ATF, they're back in the news, this Talk time not for something totally horrible, which is surprising when it comes to us and the ATF, obviously. They're actually trying to uh, speed things up. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean?
2: Are the? Uh, I feel. I don't know. I feel like this whole thing is to just get more people on their basically registry by getting them to sign up for NFA
1: items. Oh, well, it's going to be
2: faster and easier. Everybody sign up. Nobody that, knows that
1: what you're too. talking about, Johnson. Let let let's, let's explain first. Yes. Anyways. <laughs> Uh,
0: say you wanted an Oops. NFA item such as like a machine gun or an SBR or a short barrel shotgun or a suppressor or an AOW. Right now you have to fill out a form for sending your fingerprints and shit like that. The current wait time for something like that is seven to nine months. And it can be up to like 14 months. But they're trying to make this electronic where you can submit these, this form for and your fingerprints actually electronically. So it's going to cut down on that wait time, hopefully substantially. They say by the end of 2022, they want to have transfer times down to 90 days. And by the end of 2023, down to 30 days. That's, that's, a, lot of, that's a lot of cut down right there. That's uh, serious. Yeah. And this is going to be... They did, tra- <clears throat> they did try this a few years back. I want to say in like 17 mm-hmm. or something like that. But there was... Obviously, some, some issues that they needed to technical problems figure out with this, but they think they've got it figured out this time, and this is going to be rolling out around, not a set date, but around December 8th, 18th, so just in a, a couple of weeks. But like Johnson said, yeah, it could be used for some nefarious reasons, obviously.
1: What? What? And I never thought about this, Johnson, but what if they're moving to make pistol braces, SBRs, and this is going to be... This is going to to be one of their excuses. Well, look, you can just—it's so easy now. It doesn't
2: matter. It doesn't matter how easy it is. The fact that you're going to say you have to pay two hundred dollars or you're a felon makes it not fucking okay. I'm you not can't arguing j- that. Point. Change a law. I'm si- I, yeah. No, I agree. I just think it's. I mean, look in the last year, how many places have got fucking hacked into for ransomware? in the last year. And we think that fucking sending our fingerprints, our passport profiles and all of our fucking personal information to the government who has fucked us over repeatedly over the internet is a good idea. I mean, I don't know. I, to me, yes, I understand that decreasing the wait times is a good thing. Like nobody wants to wait a year for their suppressor paperwork to go through or SBR paperwork to go through. But this just seems like it's could be opening up a larger can of worms.
0: I agree. I, it for does. one, will say, uh, yeah, fuck the ATF. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do what you want. I don't fucking
1: care. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't, I'm never gonna, I don't have to deal with any of this shit anyways. Um, but Ooh, it does well, seem- I'm Sam, already- I'm an FFL,
2: I have an SOT. Ooh. Yeah. They already
1: have all my information and even know what my dog
2: looks I like. I already have
1: drone photos. I already pay them a bunch of money every year. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Um, but it does seem like very strange timing, does it not? I mean, I guarantee ever since I, I'm still waiting for them to come out with the whole freaking pistol brace thing. Cause you know, it's coming, you know, for a hundred percent fucking fact that it's coming. This just seems like a very, this seems strange to me that this is their, this is their timing. I'll bet you, I would bet you that it has something to do with that.
0: Ooh, Nick says they're not going online only though. Right. So you could still do it. The longer paper route that I do right. not know. I bet eventually I'm- they do away with the paper. <laughs> I bet after 23, I bet they do away with that. I don't, I don't
2: know. know. I don't know that they can fully go electronic. I feel like. See I do if
0: they can do whatever the fuck they want.
2: Well, clearly. <laughs> I don't know if they can do whatever they want, but they do
1: do whatever they want. Yep. Yep. Gov- or Congress refuses to to rail them in, so, or round them in a little bit. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Bunch know. of assholes. I, I've only seen excitement from this from everybody else in the industry, but I didn't even think about it until Johnson mentioned that mentioned that though. So hmm, interesting. Me being
0: uh, the, the skeptic that I am. Yeah, that was my initial <laughs> that was my initial thought.
1: No,
0: you're a yeah. skeptic
2: box? No. I'm of the ATF, yeah. Them fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't know what it is. Anytime the ATF and it's like, I did see, you know, like silencer shop and all these guys. Cause like silencer shop makes it super easy. Right. So they have like kiosks. If you go to any of their like retail stores, yeah, or you can literally stand there, do your uh, passport photos, get your fingerprints done, fill out all your shit. And it's just like, poof, easy done. But the wait time is still high. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe they need to work on just, uh, you know, figuring out an electronic way to process that information, you know, like using Adobe that can, you know, read handwriting (laughs) and do it electronically versus having people sift
1: through this shit. Um, do you think the ATF is like, Oh, Hey guys, it's Wednesday night. It's the gears and beers night. And they sit around and fucking, I fucking hope so. they, They take shots every time we complain or say, fuck the ATF. I, I hope just so just fucking laugh at us the entire time <laughs> and put us all on hit lists to, to fucking come murder our dogs
0: yeah i'm glad i don't have a dog
1: <laughs> i gotta get her a bolt vest. vest <laughs> uh, miles says
0: i heard they were making a registry from out of business ffls some the business has to surrender all the records to the aft when
1: they close um what that is is everyone say if i close my atf i have to send all the record all of my records to the atf that's why that's the way that it's been for um years and years and years um and I, i i don't know exactly what they're doing um with those if they're digitizing them it used to be that they were sent to a warehouse in virginia and they just fucking sat there. So I don't know if they're digitizing them now or what they're doing, but that's not an unusual, that's not unusual uh Johns or Miles that you have to give up your records. Um that's actually on my previous I went from an 01 to an 07 FFL and I had to I had to surrender my um records from my first my 01 FFL. I had to send all that shit in. Um that way if I had any transfers that they would go and look into my transfer, say a gun came from a manufacturer to me. They come in and, and look at the records and see who I signed it out to. So that's essentially what that's for. But as far as what else you're talking about, I'm not exactly positive there. Mm-hmm. He says there are a wait, lot wait, of clothes due to the vid. Oh, yeah, there were a lot more closing recently. Yes, and that's probably why people are freaking out. Um, but that's not gener it's not necessarily unusual that they're sending in their records.
0: Were you saying something? Johnson? They
2: most definitely are. I mean, they, they do keep records. They're not necessarily building a registry based on every FFL transfer from every closed FFL ever. They're just, they're, I don't know. They're keeping those records. They're not necessarily making a registry. Do I think it's horseshit and they can go fucking pound sand? Yeah. But I have a hard time believing that they're like, well, we're just add more to our list of all the gun owners in the United States. So we can go and knock on everybody's door. No,
1: I don't think that's,
2: I don't think that's what they're using those records for.
1: No, they're using most of those records for tracing, tracing uh, shit. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> at least all all of my my wealth of knowledge that's what I know about it.
0: So not much. Exactly. <laughs> I,
1: I also think
0: I also
2: think that there is probably two dozen to forty people in the ATF that are like real dickheads and hate guns, and I think there's probably like. A hundred and fifty that are just fucking dumbass peons that sit there and do fucking paperwork all day.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I would, I, I would, I would agree with that.
0: What a satisfying job that would be,
1: wouldn't it? Though,
2: Actually, I'm just gonna sit in my cubicle and go through fucking suppressor somebody's suppressor paperwork all fucking day. Yeah,
0: sounds like no wonder it's so day. fucking slow. i like half asleep all the goddamn time. Well, they're always they always have those people often them, them often themselves, so they have to find replacements all the time. <laughs>
1: right? No wonder the ATF is so fucking pissed all the time. He's going through paperwork, doing all this boring shit. They're like, well, let's look up who can we fuck up today. We're bored. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Yeah. To, uh, ooh, Andrew Johnson's house. Let's go fuck him up. His yeah. named Dave. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose we should be moving on. <clears throat> um how about you tell us about this SIG MCX Raptor, Johnson?
2: The MCX Raptor. So, as you guys I'm sure know, um SIG has been part of the next generation squad weapon uh trials and they've been developing uh Basically, a new infantry rifle and a new LMG for this these trials and this uh, program, and the infantry rifle that they developed they had called the Spear, the Sig MCX Spear. Um, all of these rifles are going to be chambered in six point eight by fifty one. So, the long and short of it is, it's a three hundred eight neck down to 6.8 millimeter. Um, very similar, uh muzzle velocities and stuff like, like 308 is, but I think they're saying effective range to like 12 or 1300 yards instead of 800 yards for the 308. Um, so they're seeing a lot better performance out of the 6.8 by 51 cartridge. Um, and then, so they had developed the spear and now that, which was like a 13 inch barrel. And then kind of to compete with the scar CQB, um, they're, they were looking at developing an eight inch barrel version. Um, and this new Raptor is going to be the civilian version. Since all of these like super short, 12 and a half inch AR 10 pistols and all this should have been really popular lately. Um, this eight inch MCX in basically the AR 10 platform, um, is kind of what they're rolling out to the civilian market and they're talking about, I don't know, the thing from TFB, the firearm blog, they had, uh, recorded a while back. And he said 12 to 18 months, maybe around Christmas time, 2021. I think it's going to be either first quarter to the middle of next year um, before we really start seeing them. Uh, but it's an eight inch barrel chambered in. You can either do 308, six and a half Creedmoor, or the new 6.8 by 51. Um, they have the quick change barrel system that the MCX Sphere, that the NGSW rifles will have. Um, he said roughly three to five minutes, you should be able to change barrel. You could change barrel length. You could change chamberings, all that stuff. Um, since they all use a common magazine, it's going to be just a barrel change and they all have the same parent case. So the bolt all stays the same and everything. Um, and basically you could swap stuff out real easy. Um, like seven pound rifle for the eight inch configuration. Another cool thing that they had on, on these rifles was, um, all AR, um, kind of manual of operations. Um, but they also included a side charging handle, a non-reciprocating side charging handle. So it, it has AMBI controls. Everything is AR style controls. There, everything's AMBI bolt catch bolt. Um, mag release safeties, all that stuff is all ambi. And then they include a standard rear charging handle, just like on an AR plus the non-reciprocating side charging handle. So it's truly as, as ambidextrous as you could make this, as you could make a rifle, basically. Um, the only thing they don't do is change the ejection side, right? So a, a lefty would eject out away from their face, but um, seemed like a really cool gun. So that's all short stroke gas piston, like all their MCX stuff is. Um, and he described the guy that from the video that I watched from TFB, the guy from SIG described their gas system. They had like a patented, some kind of like gas delay or gas capture delay or something for like these really short barrel, short dwell time guns they basically had a really good way of maintaining gas pressure, even though there wasn't much dwell time to actually make them operate, which I guess I wasn't super aware of on the MCX stuff, but.
0: wonder how that works. I was curious not, about
2: that. I'm not really sure, but it, I'm watching these things. It looks like a super controllable and it didn't look like it was, shooting all kinds of fireballs and all kinds of out of control, you know, tons of unburnt powder and huge fireballs out of that thing. So, which is surprising for an eight inch barrel 308. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
1: Yeah, it is actually. Um,
0: What do you think about that? The short, like a small 308, small battle rifle, short barrel battle rifle been kind of curious about them for a while
2: Uh, i've i've wanted to build a like a 12 and a half inch ar 10 for a while i think it'd be just badass (laughs) but as far as practicality i don't know It's i mean you'd probably get better ballistics than like it's still a 16 inch 5.56 gun
1: well, is this this new six point eight round? Is that like um is that do do good in shorter barrels? I mean, like I know like the three hundred blackout, that was that's what really excels. Is that like something that the six eight was designed no, for? No,
2: no, it was designed around like a 13 inch, sixteen inch barrel. Um they're talking three thousand feet per second out of a sixteen inch barrel and like twenty eight twenty out of a thirteen inch barrel. Okay. So I have an eight-inch eight barrel, you're probably 2400, 2,300 to twenty-four hundred feet per second.
1: Okay. And what did you say the six-point-eight? It was based off off it's what? It's just a neck.
2: It's just a neck down three hundred eight, basically.
1: Okay. Okay. The
2: NATO so, seven-six-two by fifty-one is just NATO three hundred eight. Okay. Like and I know it's just it's- that neck down.
1: Okay. So there's other there's other there's other cal, uh, 68 calibers like uh, six mm-hmm. 68 Grendel and 68 SP
2: 65 Grendel, but 68 SPC is okay. the other common one but that's but this, in an
1: AR 15 platform, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah I as far as like I mean shorter, I mean to me to me like a three oh eight six five. you know, you're those are for longer range engagements and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So when you put them in a short and a short barreled gun, it's kind of a, almost like a double, I don't know. It just doesn't, it does just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, uh, but that's probably because I, I haven't mean, like looked into it. Right. But, that. but if you think about it, if you think about it,
2: you're, you're looking at similar velocities to five, five, six, right? Cause five, five, six out of, a 16 inch barrel, 3000 feet per second.
1: Yeah. A 13
2: inch barrel. You're probably looking at that same 2,800 feet per second. Right? So we're, we're kind of in similar velocities, you right. know, it's going to be comparable, but now you've got a heavier
1: projectile. So you're putting more energy downrange. So you're saying you're getting better, better, uh, ballistics out of a, out of a similar size package. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So you, can, size so you can, so you could run,
2: yeah, you could run a 10 inch, 10 and a half inch AR. So say you're running like a Mark 18 or you're running this thing, which is even shorter than a Mark 18 and you're putting more energy downrange. you You put more firepower on the target. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess I would have to get my hands on one just to. And the
2: and the biggest thing, the biggest reason this whole NGSW deal is going to this six eight cartridge, the six eight by fifty one, is because they've had so many issues with enemies staying out of range of ARs. They understand what the five five six cartridge is capable of. In Afghanistan, they had huge problems with. The enemies would just hang out at six hundred and fifty to eight hundred and fifty yards and just hang out out there. Ah, fuck it, they ain't gonna shoot at us. Even if they do, Habib will fucking go down. We'll patch him up and he'll be back slinging AK fire over the. You know, they don't. They don't. It's right. not that. It's not a very lethal cartridge at range, and the standard three hundred eight. Basically, they were getting out to eight hundred and fifty meters with everything and. You know, they just wanted. so they're not only offering the eight inch. That's just what this Sig Raptor is because short barrel guns are popular to civilians. Right. right? That's why this thing is such a big deal. The spear is still a full 13 inch gun and they're also going to make 20 inch Their So they've got like the, the SIG MCX spear for this whole NGSW deal, they had like three options. So they are three variants. They had the six and a half Creedmoor in a 20 inch barrel. They had the 6.8 in a 13 inch barrel and the six, eight in an eight inch barrel. Those were kind of the three variants. So they had like a marksman rifle, the standard infantry rifle, and then a CQB version. So, they're still looking at you know longer range stuff so out of that 13 inch barrel they were saying they were looking at a 1300 meter you know uh right range on it so
1: yeah yeah i mean i i could i could i could uh, be down with it, i guess it
2: looks like a it looks setup. cool as hell i can tell you that i don't care who you are i think the mcx series of rifles look badass
1: Yes, I, I tend to agree. I the monolithic, agree. the monolithic upper with the
2: little like outer handguard on the bottom, just the way it all fits up, back end of the receivers, the way the back end of the receivers comes together, they, they are just a sexy looking gun.
1: Yeah. Well, the nice thing about them is they don't have that the buffer tube, you know. Too, you got mm-hmm. that. You can you got a collapsing folding
2: the, folding stock. Yeah.
1: Yep. Which. He'd be interested to know I have, uh, I'm getting, uh, one of those Brownells BRN, uh, one eighties, oh, yeah. the 10 and ten and a half inch. And it's going on a, uh, a Kilroy lower and that's, I'm going to turn that into my, into my full auto gun. So I'm pretty fucking excited about that one. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the good old, the goodness of a so, f- collapsible stock. So you're getting a, I'm
2: confused. Does he, what? does he have James have uh like pick rail, Rear lowers?
1: No, actually they got these, they got them that you thread into the buffer tube and that puts oh, a pick okay. rail right on the back. So it looks almost exactly like um <laughs> the the Brownells lowers. They sell the ones with the pick rails on the back. Yeah. Um, so it, it's essentially the same thing as that. I, but I picked up a one of Kilroy Arms uh for Black Friday, so figure I might as well use that one. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buddy. Box, what's your thoughts about the uh, the the shorter three hundred eight? You know, larger caliber guns. I don't really know.
0: That's why that's why I asked. (laughs) I don't know. I've never. I think they're. I don't know. It's cool. They put. I don't know. It'd be nice to have something small that really thumps like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's.
2: I think it's just you know you're putting more energy downrange regardless of how long the barrel is. It's still similar velocity to the five, five, six, but a heavier projectile. So it's kind of a win-win I think. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, uh, aren't they going, aren't they going, uh, synthetic case as well. So it's going to be lighter ammo.
1: I thought, I know that's, I know that's in the works, but I I don't know nothing about when or or I thought
0: that was the plan. I thought true velocity had that contract with, the military or whatever. With I know True COD. Velocity
2: lost the bid for the f- weapons systems, um, but they might have the
1: contract for the ammo.
0: They're like the only company I've heard of doing the composite ammo.
1: Right. Yeah. And I, I how much? The one thing, that I was wondering about was weight. Like, obviously, when you go from five five six to three oh eight caliber, you increase the weight a lot. But I wonder how much gain you're getting. Um, from going from a brass uh case to a to a polymer case. I wonder if that's gonna kinda offset it and get you back
0: Do you mean like changed. a brass five five six to a polymer three oh eight? Yeah. Offsets. I bet it's yeah, pretty wonder, close. Right. I bet it's I bet it's pretty similar. I would I would guess. Depending on how many you're carrying, I guess. Well, yeah. They say like seven mags they try to carry or whatever.
1: Yeah,
2: I think each infantry person
0: is supposed to have, like, 200
1: rounds. Yeah, that's what I carry on a daily basis.
0: Yeah, got a few on my ankle. <laughs> each
1: ankle. One up the prison pocket. The 30-rounder, of course. <laughs> uh, just,
2: I actually just reloaded all my, I you know, those little mag carrier cases that I had? That hold, like, 15 the hold like 15 mags in them. Oh yeah. I reorganized all my shit so I can keep all my range mags in one of them. And I made sure they were all reloaded and shit. I completely emptied my entire ammo can of five, five, six, reloading all my mags. I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> so I had to refill my ammo can out of the stock. I was like, damn it.
1: Yep. Uh, In the comments, Nick says, what's the company that has the MP style seven or MP seven style 300 blackout gun that might come out? Um, cry precision has the patent on it, but that's, uh, there's no prototype yet. Um, who knows if it'll ever come out. seems like a pipe dream to me, but. Cry precision is who you're looking for. If you want to find out more information on that, you actually can go over to the website, life short live free.com slash community. And there's a topic on there in there somewhere about that specific, uh, gun in the guns and gear in the guns and gear section. And that'll give you the link to it.
0: Either that or it's probably it's in the show page show, too. show
1: notes. Yep. Mm-hmm if you go to the show notes for the gears and beers, whatever one we talk about that though, I, I put a link to that there too. So,
2: um, along these lines box, I know you kind of were interested in, um, how this would, how this would work out of a short barrel. Have you followed Q's Eight, six blackout
0: negative. I don't follow Q at all.
2: No. um, He's developing an 8.6 blackout, which is basically like a God dang, is it a 308 necked up to 8.6 millimeter or something? I don't know, but he's doing like, he's looking at building like um, eight inch barrel. Um, He's got like those fixed rifles where it's like a bolt action, real lightweight bolt action, um. So and so, he's looking at doing like subsonic, big bore cartridges like that. So, like an eight six is like a three thirty eight projectile.
1: Yep, that's what it is. Three thirty eight projectile. So yeah, so
2: it's uh, it'd be like a three oh eight necked up to a three thirty eight projectile, and then subsonic. That's pretty cool. He's doing some mm. pretty cool stuff with it. It seems like it's gonna be a really good subsonic hunting round anyway and that's out of a very that's designed around a very short barrel as well
1: huh looks like a hell of a cartridge Mm -hmm. wow that looks like a fucking wicked tons of power power. yeah
0: I'm pretty stupid when it comes to calibers and ballistics and shit like that (laughs) it's not really something I pay attention to or study or anything like that it's more than yeah, the ado. bullet the
2: actual projectile that sticks out of the case is almost as long as what's left of the case itself. It's like a 50-50 ratio, bullet to brass. It's kind of funny looking.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it is. There's a there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of bullet jammed into that little frame. So it's thing. it's got a few different like
2: names. It's 8.6 Creedmoor. Some people call it the 8-6 Creedmoor. Some people call it like the 8-6 Black or Blackout. So right. it's kind of like a it's like a large frame 300 Blackout is basically what it is. It's like a 300 Blackout for the Air 10 platform.
0: Creedmore and Blackout are just becoming buzzwords now apparently. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You're going to call it the 8-6 Tactical Creedmore Blackout? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Sounds uh, pretty good.
1: <clears throat>
0: Okay, well, we should move on. <clears throat> What's this about this bump stock ruling, Sam?
1: Oh, lord. Um <laughs> are we going to get angry? No. So, uh December 3rd, the uh on on panel of the 6th Circuit Court of Appeals. Um and that was so there were 16 judges hearing this case and it was uh it was about a uh, uh, the bump stock. I believe this was a Gun Owners of America case, um, mm-hmm. and they the, they ended up coming up with a divided uh, opinion, which was eight to eight, which means basically, essentially, tie goes to the runner. And since since the government had won the previous case, um, that that case or that ruling was confirmed, um, and uh, so now now they're going essentially, they're left with. Uh, Gun owners of America is, is left with appealing the decision up to the Supreme Court, and and hoping the Supreme Court uh, is will will take it up. Which in the last ten years, Supreme Court hasn't taken up much much shit at all. Um, but um, the good thing is there is actually another case um, that is up for Supreme Court hearing of this, this similar, a very similar case. It's a bump stock case as well. Um, so there's a, there's a chance. I wouldn't say it's a great chance, um, that, that these, uh, some, one of these cases is going to get taken up by the Supreme court. And and especially with an eight to eight ruling, it's so divided that may be, um, more excuse for the Supreme court to take it up. Um, so I I, like I said, it was eight to eight and. Um, let me, one second here. Let me find the term that I was looking for. Um, they're saying the people, the judges that said that ruled against the gun owners of America, they, they added that the definite definitional terms automatically and singer single function of the trigger are ambiguous. Frankly, I, how the fuck you could, you could think that those terms are ambiguous Automatic and single function of the trigger. If you understand what a fucking machine gun is, there's no ambiguity there at all. That's a fucking very clear and very single function of the trigger, pull release. That's not fucking complicated. So the fact that they're saying, oh, well, we don't really understand what that means. It's ambiguous. It can have a lot of meanings. No, go fuck yourself. You're just a freaking uh th- I don't understand how that that's not that's not something that's ambiguous. It's very fucking clear um the same thing as saying a
2: single left turn yeah well that's ambiguous how much of a left turn are we talking about here do i just need to go one degree to the left or do i need to make
1: a full 90 how far you know it's ambiguous right (laughs) right and and well and the, the one heartening thing about this is they Could not come to a to a you know a definitive ruling one way or the other. There were still eight judges on that. And this is a six the sixth circuit court of appeals. They're not exactly fucking gun friendly. Um, no. so the fact that it is it was eight to eight, it was split. If the supreme court would take this up, it seems like they do. I mean, that is a more conservative Supreme Court, it's like what six to three, you know, divided mm-hmm. there, conservative towards liberals. So there's a very good chance, but here is herein lies the problem, it doesn't matter. The reason those eight judges ruled that the way that they did is not because they truly think that single function of the trigger is ambiguous. They understand that the creators of the bump stock found a fucking loophole. And this, there's no way that you can truly, truly, honestly classify this as a machine gun. And so they're fucking. Kicking the kicking the ball down or kicking the can down the line because they know goddamn well that is that that's not an ambiguous term and they know the fucking direct meaning of it and if they ruled if they ruled in favor of it then they know oh we fucking win and and that's that's a problem when you have fucking judges that are more concerned about pushing a goddamn agenda than they are about upholding the constitution and that's just
2: not even pushing an agenda, just picking a side as well. Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. Like being, being biased. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how you could view this as any other way of of them being, them being biased. Like an anti-gun gun judge is, is going to say, even if he even if he clearly understands the meaning of that term and he knows that they're fucking right he's just going to say well there's a little bit of wiggle room that no there's fucking not dipshit well that's,
2: that's that that goes the opposite way too in other things you know um i it, you're never going to find an unbiased judge i don't care if it's the supreme court or the count fucking plymouth county courthouse Right. You're not going to find an unbiased judge that just people, people have personal politics in their head. And especially when you're a judge, you have personal politics in your head. Yeah. You're no matter how much you try not to, you will apply some of those personal politics regardless.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so obviously I know that I don't do an extremely great job of getting across what exactly are going in these, you know, going on in these court cases. Um, I would recommend. You just yell a lot mostly. I do. Well, I yeah. talk about him for a while and then I get pissed off. So then I start yelling. <laughs> But if you want, a, if you want a, a very, a very good uh, person's uh, coverage of this, go and look up armed scholar on uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. I get a lot of my news from him. He's just, he very clearly states what exactly is going on. You know, he, he breaks it down from the legal mumbo jumble and tells you exactly, exactly what's happening. So that's, armed scholar on, on Facebook. If you want to, he can be kind of difficult to listen
2: to sometimes though.
1: Yeah. He's not exactly like he's got kind of a monotone
2: voice, but I do believe he is um, in the network of attorneys with the firearms policy coalition. Yes, he is. So he's very up and up on what is happening in the firearms community as far as legal cases go. And he kind of knows the inside scoop on a lot of that stuff. So he is a good Good place to visit, good person to visit for good information.
1: Yeah. So if you, if you would rather not hear uh, me call these judges fucking retards, um, <laughs> <laughs> feel free to go, feel free to go and, and and check him out. He's, he's a little bit more professional in his approach to it.
0: <laughs> that would be great if they all went over there and he just posted a video. These judges are just, just fucking retards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, oh that would be great good stuff so yeah there is like i said hopefully the supreme court will take it up um and he was talking about there was a case maybe it was uh actually this the same guy was talking about uh the california um magazine ban that just got upheld mm-hmm. um but there was a I i think it was that case um they're waiting for the the Supreme court decision on the New York um, Supreme. Uh, what the New York pistol association case on the, in the Supreme court. Yeah. New York pistol and
2: rifle association.
1: Right. So they're waiting to see what that ruling, because they're supposed to rule on that next year. They already heard those cases uh, recently uh, or that case recently. So they're waiting up on that one to, to make a ruling on this one, I believe, but. anyways go over and look at arm scholar he'll tell you all about that stuff we'll keep you up on the up and up keep you on the up and up on all that stuff so (coughs) yep yep and 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 he don't stammer and stutter like a like a tard like i do
0: i am very impressed though you got through that entire thing without fucking up ambiguous at one time
1: right i just got the i mean I got, that is a pretty big is that's that a you, pretty big word for saying is that what you spent all day doing half in me. i got a beer and a half in me and i'm i'm right in the zone where it helps me talk and then if i get <laughs> once i get two or three in me then i'm back to to the normal fucking nonsense
0: normal. <laughs> your beard to word ratio is just right, huh? <laughs> yep.
1: You you, you
0: stare that's that's what you spend all day doing, isn't it? You just went in there in your bathroom and stared at the mirror and said ambiguous a bunch ambiguous, of times. Ambiguous.
1: <laughs> ambiguous. You can do this. <laughs> ambiguous. I warmed I warmed up before there. Sally went down by the seashore. Mm-hmm. The arsonist had oddly shaped now, feet. Now, now brown cow? <laughs> Unique New York Ah, uh, good stuff.
0: Okay, well, we're done talking about Sam stammering, I suppose we can move on.
1: We can. That's
0: the question of the week, boys. Oh, God. Don't worry, I think I can get through this one. <laughs> this one comes from a Steve Machowski from Vermont. Steve says, hey guys, longtime listener, first-time caller. A few weeks back, I was drunk browsing through Gunbroker and came across this palette of Taurus Curves. It was a mm. super good deal, and I've always wanted to open a gun shop, but times have been tough during the pandemic, and I didn't have the cash on hand. So I used all of my son's college fund to pay for it. I was going to surprise my wife when I opened the shop, but she found the palette of guns a couple days ago. I thought she would kill me, but she doesn't even act angry. Is she cheating on me? Should I give her a bouquet of Taurus Curves to say sorry? Uh Johnson, you want to take this one?
2: <laughs> well, first of all,
0: why <laughs> you guys are speechless. Please, huh? please
2: send me some, uh, maple syrup from Vermont. <laughs> uh, second of all, I don't, you know, her not acting mad is probably a good sign that she has. You may want to check the bank statement <laughs> for this, but, uh, she's, Probably got a retainer paid to an attorney for divorce court. Um, So,
0: you know. We hate to be the ones to break it to you, you, Steve, but your marriage is over.
2: Yeah. uh, Just to let you know, the marriage is over. And your son's probably going to hate you for the rest of his life. But you know what? You're going to need a good support group. And what you can do to find that support group, head on over to Life Short Live Free. Go to the community tab, get in there, you know, don't try and pedal the Taurus curves in there. You're not going to be well received doing that. But, uh, I mean, there's going to be a lot of guys that are going to be able to, you know, help you through this hard time
0: you just yeah but just keep the taurus thing on the on the down low that's Maybe. what i'm
2: saying don't don't be trying to peddle the taurus curves and like
0: i hope you're okay with a little bit of hazing cause you, you'll you'll catch some for that
2: yeah even if you, you just say, even if you just say taurus somewhere on the forum you'll probably catch some hazing <laughs> just definitely leave the curve part out
1: <laughs> well i mean If it's
2: like a a raging judge or like a raging bull Magnum or something, you know, like, okay, but. Leave the yeah. curve part
1: out. Well, there is, the, there is the gear swap over there. So you can go, if you really want, you can go and, 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 and you know post them for sale over there. But Or you could just like give them away or maybe you could post them for sale. Well, you could post them that you will pay people to take them off your hands. There you go. I do believe- If yeah, you have any money left after the divorce. <laughs>
0: I do believe there is a brand spanking new 43 <sighs> listed in the gear swap right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Maybe a couple oh. other things too. Never, never huh. even fired a Glock 43. Weird. I wonder where that came
0: from. Yeah, I don't know. Some guy <laughs> named Monty. I don't know who it is. <laughs> you, I, after I read this question, I had to Google this Taurus curve because I wasn't sure if it... Uh, I, I thought for sure it had been discontinued. I did find one oh, for yeah. sale, though, at, from a gun shop in, like, Missouri somewhere, I think. You know how much they wanted for it? Like, $330, I think. Oof. That's probably about what they
1: went for. New, wasn't it? You got me. Those <laughs> wasn't real big on have... the
0: Taurus curve
1: when they. <laughs> Those things didn't even have sights on them. They, uh... they, had, they just had like. A I think channel, they had the groove. Like, yeah. They anybody. Uh, into, the, into, the,
2: into the slide there. Anybody notice the new thread in the forum just popped up right now? <laughs> no. <laughs> in search it? of. Taurus
1: curve. <laughs> have we got a deal for Scream you? you, Miles? See, <laughs> well, what was his name? Steve? Steve Machowski, Steve Machowski in Machowski. Vermont. Steve Machowski. Now have, head on over to com, and somebody is looking for one of those Taurus curves. Here's your first <laughs> sale. You are welcome, sir.
0: You're well you on your way welcome. to starting your, your gun shop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Oh, while we're totally off the rails at the current moment, you guys need to look up, uh and all the listeners, when this video is over, I saw a video today of a dude who built a full auto Desert Eagle in 50
1: AE. Mm, no, thank you. So, Sam, get on that, would you? <laughs> oh, yeah. First off, I'm going to buy a $2,000 gun. Uh uh, you know actually the actually when I, I sh- when you shoot those they're not as bad as you are expecting them to be
2: um, until you do it full auto Until
1: you do it full auto i can't imagine that would be this that
2: fun. thing looked so rowdy he's got like a foregrip on it like an aluminum vertical grip on it yeah and i mean to tell you he was relying heavily on that foregrip <laughs> <laughs> there was a comment like, boy, you put a lot of faith in that foregrip. He's like, There's a reason it's a aluminum one, not some polymer one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Man. Yeah. Boy. That's,
0: that's
1: aggressive that's though. I mean. Aggressive. Yep.
0: Like even a fifty, like a what is that?
1: The fifty beowulf Yeah,
0: fifty Beowulf. Those are fucking mm-hmm. aggressive too.
1: hope they are. Well, yeah. there's a I got a four fifty-eight SOCOM right here. And remember we shot that like it was about three or four times. You're like, nope, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm okay, good. I'm
2: good. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that was enough of that.
1: <laughs> the thing yeah. is horrible.
0: Okay, well, I suppose we can move on to our next subject now that we've fixed or broke the news to poor Steven. Sorry, guy. Um <laughs> okay, this next one is This thing from this company called JTAC Industries, Industries, I think is their name. JTAC is all I have written down. But it's called the JTAC L1 Strybog Bullpup Pistol Lower Receiver. What this is, obviously, it's a lower receiver for your grand power Strybog, your SP9A3s. Yeah. But it turns it into a bullpup. And if you somehow don't Yuck. know what a bullpup is, it brings the mag behind your your pistol grip. So the the grip is moved all the way to the forefront of your stride It also face. brings the
2: vomit right into your mouth.
0: Absolutely. Do I, you
2: happen to have a picture of this you're gonna put out, Box?
0: I do. I'll do that right now. Oop, <clears> not <throat> that one. <throat> that right there. I just... Boy, it, it looks tough to operate. <clears> for <throat> me. But this... Accepts CZ Scorpion mags. The lower is not serialized, and you do not need to make any modifications. It's just two bolts and two pins, is what attaches it to it. They say, well, it is also compatible with AR selector switches, AMBI, and just single sided. But I, I noticed in the description of this thing, they said better ergonomics. Mm-mm. how Mm-mm. I don't see a single ergonomic thing about that
1: what not you
0: what is not ergonomic about how the grand power was previously set up what is ergonomic about this
1: well that's just marketing mumbo jumbo it's bullshit is what it is Yep. Um, but it doesn't I don't, I don't understand why you guys are so why do you guys are hating on this so much it doesn't look cause it's fucking dumb Well, I don't, I don't care how it looks. I,
0: you have to operate the thing with a fucking suppressor or you're going to shoot your fingers off. No doubt about
1: it. (laughs) Well, there is that. And you're going to burn the fuck out of your hand trying to hold on to that suppressor. Mind you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess
2: there is. And you got to, you literally have to reload in your armpit. Try and look at that mag release. The flap is on the back of the mag. You would literally have to like, it'd be like pulling your armpit hair out and getting that fucking magazine out of there. If you want to use CZ Scorpion mags, there's plenty of companies that make lowers for those things that accept CZ Scorpion mags. Don't,
0: whole, don't, don't do this. Don't do this to your stride bog. The, do the whole point of bullpup, the pull, bullpup design was to keep a longer barrel but have a shorter, yeah. a shorter overall length. Overall package, Just yeah.
2: I want, so I want the any. velocity of a
0: 20-inch barrel, but I don't need it so unwieldy
2: and long. Look
1: at the, like stilog, the, stilog. the stilog. Okay, well, here's the question here. Here's the question. Now, they call this, this is a pistol upper. Now, when you put this on that, does it convert it into a SBR? No, because there's still no buttstock. But... You will be using that as the buttstock. Why? Why are would you, you saying? Not?
0: Are you saying using the back or the rear of the receiver as the stock?
1: Yes, absolutely. Because but then, then you, it, you, 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 the sights back there. You'd be aiming like this, dude. Well, no, you'd be running a red. You're going to be running a red dot, and your red dot is going to be mounted just over. That doesn't. S- that doesn't
2: matter. That's not the definition of pistol. Do, or
0: do you have your Strybog that's not handy? How that works. Do you have your Strybog no, handy?
1: It's in. The, it's in the house. No. Um, but that's, that's, that's why I'm intrigued with this. That's why, you know, is it, is it skirting the laws somehow? Because if technically there is no buttstock on this thing, right? So how could it, how could it be an an SBR? Like you're, you're, but if you could still use it, if you could still use it in such a way, I mean, think about like a fucking, like a PS 90 or some, some type of, you know, Small little freaking CQB type of type of shit. I think that's what they're going for here. And if, like I said, if you had if you mounted that red dot up front, right behind um, the the front sight post, like obviously you're not going to be using the 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 sights that are on the the factory sights, obviously. But if you could operate it in such a way um, that you're using that as a as a you know as a brace. Is it going to to skirt the the SBR laws? And maybe that's what they're going for. It's here.
0: it's just a it's just a pistol. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay. But if you, that's what I'm saying. If you could use it as a, a as a SBR,
0: we can have the have they changed those laws again? Can you? A while back, they said you—they have no problem with you shouldering your sock, your your braces. Brace.
1: Um. Yes, they have. Well, they had. They said using it intermittently. Inter, what? What was the word? Intermittently or some shit like that. Using it occasionally was okay. Unintentionally, I think, I think was the okay unintentionally or something along those lines if you
2: were using it on your cheek and it happened to through firing slip down onto your shoulder it was okay but
1: okay so but i is- generally
2: have atf agents watching me shoot you know i usually right. call one up when i go to the range hey can you make sure i don't become a felon
1: while doing any of this but if there's no butt stock <laughs> there cannot be an sbr there cannot be any SB, any NFA violations. If there's no fucking buttstock, am I wrong?
2: No, nobody said it was an SBR. You asked if it was an SBR and now you're right. yelling. <laughs> it's
1: not an SBR. Right. <laughs> but I'm saying that is the entire point of this. I take that. I don't the think entire so. Point of this.
2: I don't think so. I think it, I think it was, uh, the Strybog's hot and we like bull pups cause we're, deranged in some way and <laughs> they came up with this stupid idea
0: i don't see any, this any is advantages is the least to it.
2: practical yeah this is the least practical thing i have this is worse than the fucking micro Rony glock fucking chassis goddamn thing legitimately this is far worse
1: i like it
0: i knew you would of course like it. you do you're an <laughs> idiot i
1: mean that's just rude <laughs>
0: The, where's your Where's your left hand go, Sam? You could hold it like a pistol, but that would be awkward as fuck. Well,
2: I'm thinking, but then you put then, the, then you put the back of the receiver in your shoulder and you right? pull it like this and look down here like this.
1: I don't know. I'd have to. I'd have to play with it a little bit. No, I'd have to, but I mean, possibly, possibly, um, like directly. Behind your other hand, like in that uh, area. Well, it's part.
2: got M-lock grips on the other side. So you just put a vertical foregrip on the M-lock <laughs> on the side. So you hold it like this. <laughs> That's what you do. You got the grip sideways. Got it.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Is that, Box, you know if that, is that an aluminum lower? I do not know. Uh, I'm
0: pretty sure it's polymer.
1: Well, yeah. Like, uh, Let me pull up a picture. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, I'm yeah, pretty I sure so. every fucking listener could have could have very well guessed who is going to hate it on the show and who is going to like it. Yep, because <laughs> I like it because he applauds innovation. It's not necessarily that. I just think it's fucking cool. It just for no looks, other reason. It just looks and I think it's fucking so cool.
0: uncomfortable to hold. It just doesn't.
2: I can't figure out how a person would even use it.
1: Well, you, you hold it in the pistol grip and you, and the, you know, wherever else fits good on your hand and then you pull the trigger and it goes boom and you aim it on things that you want to kill. That's pretty much uh that's pretty much it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to see some, I'd have to see some, at the very least a video of somebody shooting it um, just to see, you know, how it, how it all works and all that shit. But I hope they don't
2: even sell enough
1: to, Oh, they will. I bet they get won't. a youtube review out there there's a pretty good following for Striblog uh shit so i'd i'd be interested to see how many they they do end up selling
0: i didn't verify this i did see in the comments though on one of the articles i was reading about this that they saw on this on the jtac i think your their youtube page or their website or something like this that they saw them shooting this with the sling apparently that's how it's designed to be. There's a little hoop on the back (laughs) to be to attach your sling to. But they were holding it one hand on the pistol grip, obviously, and then their support hand they had on the top of the rail at the rear. But they and it was pushed out, you know, putting tension on the sling. So they're yeah. That just keep it from that just seems so fucking goofy to me.
1: Hmm. Um speaking of which I just got a P fifty in the shop um today and that's one way they got a stupid shit that doesn't <laughs> seem
2: like it should work right
1: well no they got this one doesn't have a brace on it or anything it's just got the qd mount in the back mm-hmm. and they send yeah. a sling with it so that's essentially what they're saying you know push it out and get your support um your point of contact from the sling essentially miles says that, that bull bullpup is ergonomic for the lizard people it's a litmus test to see if you an eyeball licker huh. <laughs> therefore sam Full-on eyeball liquor.
0: Uh, uh, He's more of the window liquor type. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: The snozberries taste like Uh Nick Buss says he'd still take one. And we got that Dana Cox in the comments. I again think those are bots. FYI, is it just a bot?
0: I am assuming so. Uh, huh.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, I'd have to see a video of, of someone shooting someone. Shooting shooting this. <laughs> wow. You're, you're, that's fucking morbid, guy.
2: Well, I, I don't know. How... I need to see somebody get shot with this to figure
0: out how it works. <laughs> I finished my second beer, guys. I lost my swath. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy any firearm until I see it kill someone.
1: Um, fucking what's, dark, uh, man. Is that, is that Miles? He says... Something about Brandon Herrera, fuck your bull pups. He must be over on the website.
0: I'm, huh? is, I think it says, I'm from the school of Brandon, Brandon Herrera, fuck your bull pups.
1: Um, yes. Is he I not agree. a fan of bull pups? No. Hates him. Well, he pretty much only just like AK. likes AKs, doesn't he? Mm.
0: He likes Russian things. Not, yeah he's he's really
2: expanding his collection into just all kinds of historic firearms but yeah he's big into the russian stuff but
1: i actually he definitely a, hates um,
2: bull pups
1: i did a uh, a bull pup it was essentially uh it was an ak receiver it was an ak 12 gauge is what it was but it was exactly like a fucking ak receiver you know barreled and and all you know gas tube and all that stuff mm-hmm. um, but then they just snap plastic around it and there was a fucking um the trigger had linkage between back here and and the actual trigger and they just used it it turned it into a bullpup essentially just a fucking normal AK receiver and they made it into a bullpup with the plastic they snapped around it goofiest thing i ever saw Mm. you throw it away (sighs) no i painted a firebird uh theme on it and gave it to somebody for a lot of money
2: should have thrown it away Mm.
1: He was paying me. I didn't really give a shit. Uh, But it was, you know what? It was innovative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Back to the JTAC, just a couple more things. They don't have pricing for this figured out quite yet. I think they do want to have that figured out yet this month by the end of the year. And they hope to have it available by the end of the first quarter of 2022, I think they said. But that's all I have to say about that. And it's stupid, stupid. Yep. Sam's going to buy one. I know it.
1: I don't know if I got a bunch of a bunch of extra money kicking around, and I I see one on sale. Maybe I don't know, just to do a review on it.
2: Um, so. they do. So they didn't they uh, come out with their own curved mags for these deals? Because the straight mags are yes. giving
1: problems. Um, yeah, there was, I didn't have any issues with them. A lot of people they were running okay with, but there was still some people having issues with the straight mag. So, um, the fix for the longest time, the fix for that was you had to buy a different lower and there was like a, like a lingle lower, um, uh, they were offering, um, that you could use scorpion mags for it. Um, there was also a few other ma- uh, lowers out there for it. Um, but just within the last six months, something like that, uh, the company grand power came out with curved mags now so i got a couple of them um so they're they're not great either um i don't know i haven't to be real honest with you i don't think i've even shot them i haven't no, got, shoot, a, I've, got I've, enough thank shoot you, yet but
2: how many rounds have you put through your so far
1: four maybe a hundred, not very, not, a, not a whole yeah. lot. It's just a fun gun. Um, but I, but most of the reports so I are telling me that you haven't had
2: any problems with your straight mags after,
1: well, I'm saying okay. I haven't shot it very much. I couldn't, yeah. I can't really speak to it too much, yeah. um, but in most of the Strybog groups that I am in, um, it's probably, I see a lot more good news from these low, from the curved mags than I do bad, but they're not. They're not perfect yet. They're, they're yeah. definitely not perfect. They should have just went with a fucking, you know, tried and true uh, mag system already, like a fucking Scorpion mag or some shit like that. But the reason they didn't is because this was a like what Ukrainian company or some shit, Slovakian, some yeah. shit from over, over there. Grand had- Power is, Stra- is Slovakia. Yeah, yeah. So they developed it for the military over there initially, and that was kind of their own whole deal. And then they decided to bring it into the U S which is so why they didn't do like a scorpion mag or anything like that. But.
2: So does that mean when you fire this, you technically should be doing the slav squat every time you fire it?
1: <laughs> I'm not really uh, familiar with what exactly the slav squat is Johnson. the B be real Google it. it
0: sounds nasty. It
1: sounds like Google it. It sounds like some filthy ass shit you're doing in a freaking seedy ass rundown hotel. No, no, no,
2: no. Pretty, pretty typical AK, pretty typical AK operator firing position. Oh, God. Is that squatting way down low and shooting up over your head? Yeah. Yeah. That's the old Slav squat. They don't have to shoot over your head. That's typically done, but. Um, it's the nice low squat, but on the heels, you know, feet flat on the ground, butt on the heels. Mm.
0: The old slav squat. Sounds effective.
1: Good lord. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. Moving on to the final segment of the show. It's cool here with Sam.
1: Yeah. Well, um, today I have, um, it's, it's nothing too super innovative, um, but it's it's something that, uh, something that I personally like, I just got this. Um, so far, I'm really happy with this. This is just a multi-tool, but this is the, the SOG, uh, power pint. And generally I don't consider multi-tools. I think most people don't really consider multi-tools, a 80, like a truly EDC item. Um, nobody wants to take a big ass Leatherman. I, I would I wouldn't say nobody, but most people generally are not going to shove a big ass Leatherman in their pocket every day, and and I certainly don't. Um, but uh, the reason I consider this a, a more of an EDC item is just because it is it is freaking small. Um, I'm trying to look. It doesn't really give you a size comparison. Um, but here's a, here's one of those, uh, little cards. So this is, I mean, it's, it's very small, but the nice thing about this is it still has a pretty, um, significant, uh, pliers head to it. This is my, I got a Leatherman here for you to compare with. So that is the pliers on the Leatherman and this is the pliers on my little power pipe. So it's still, I mean, fairly, fairly good size. Um, and the, the way that it opens, I really love too. It's got these gears on it, so it just opens. Um, you know, the same. I can't even really describe how it opens. Um, but it, it, it <laughs> you guys, you guys know how how smooth I am. Um, but this is one of them that comes. It comes with a shitload of tools. Uh, the nice thing is, it's got. I like. I really like the knife. It's got a nice, uh, flat, uh, straight edge knife on it. Um, and this is a nice little tool. I really like this comes with a lot of shit that you don't need as well. I mean, every fucking multi-tool on the planet comes with, well, let's see, where is it? The fucking file that nobody ever fucking uses, but this comes with it. I think this has something like 18, 18 tools, um, total, something like that scissors all sorts of freaking stuff to it but yet it is still super small super compact and this is something that i will i've been uh edc in this a little bit and it's something that i can actually see myself uh see myself actually keeping in my edc rotation one cool thing that i really really like about this is it does have a quarter inch driver right in the end of it so you can take your little your little uh quarter inch bit put it right in there and it's when you pull it together, it securely keeps it in there, it clamps it down, so you can get some serious torque on this. That's just a kind of a, a cool feature you're not going to be using it every day um, the obviously the main part of anybody's EDC is the the knife so like I said i was I'm really happy with this knife um, but then it's got some cool tools that most people don't generally get in a in a uh in a eDC uh, tool such as this. It's got a little tiny screwdriver. Uh, This is a flat blade blade screwdriver. And then it's also got a little tiny, uh, not a super tiny, um, but a a small uh, Phillips as well. So um, I really like like that. But um, the only reason I'm bringing this up, I know as I've I've covered a few multi-tools in the past is just because I feel like this one is one that I will actually EDC, I will use. Um, this is my other one. Like I said, I brought up this Leatherman um, that I could use. I do EDC occasionally as well, but you can tell that it is it is a little bit bigger. Um, and it is not as easy to open with one hand. This doesn't open automatically like uh, the gears with this one does. So it's not as easy to open one-handed. Um, this is a little bit more, it's a little bigger, so you got to have a little bit more uh, grip. Pliers wise, this is obviously the better pliers. Um, But I'm pretty happy with this little SOG PowerPoint so far. It is sub $50. I think it was like, I got this one for like 49 bucks. Um, I did find it elsewhere for a little bit cheaper, um, but a lot of places were out of stock. I couldn't find it very easily. Um, So overall, um, I'm I'm pretty happy with this little unit. Uh, You can open it one-handed if you do a little bit of playing around with it. Um, and you can also, it's a little bit more tricky to open one-handed the knife, which the knife's going to be the the only other tool you use, uh, super often. Um, but you can a little bit of work and a little bit of getting used to it. You can get it open one-handed closing it is a little bit different because there's a lock, um, right here that you have to open up a little bit to get it to push down. The other option is you can open one of the other tools in it and then it closes, but so it's not, um, super one-handed operation, but it, for me just in the shop every day, um, I'm going to use a knife. I'm going to use the pliers. Occasionally I'm going to use a bit driver shit like that. So, um, sub $50. I think this definitely qualifies as a cool gear for me. I mean, I love gear like this. Um, so I my review of this so far and the little bit that I've been using it is I'm happy with it. And it passes my uh my cool gear under $50 test. So this is definitely something uh something that I would recommend for you. So that's all I got to say about that. What was the model and the cost? It is a the SOG PowerPint. Um, and it is, I believe it is just barely under $50 at like $49 something.
0: Hmm. So it's over with tax, huh? It's out. It doesn't count.
1: Oh, tax. Fuck you. the The, the one I'm going to do next is actually over fifty dollars. It's like fifty two dollars. Yeah. Mm. What's up? Well, I, I do what I want. It's my. It's my. Uh, it's my section box.
0: Well, I guess I'm not putting your section in next time then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bite me. <laughs>
0: okay. I
1: know, but I really, I really like. If you're not watching the video, you can't see how this opens, but it's got the gears on it. So it all, each side opens the same amount. It's, it's pretty slick. I, I the most it. important question. Uh, what's that? Does it have a bottle opener? Yep. 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 It does. Uh, one second. Where is Where is it at here? There's like so many fricking tools in this damn thing. Um, yeah. Right here it is. Got your bottle opener right there. And a can opener. We're going to
0: have to see open a bottle.
1: I don't have Mm any. I don't have any. Does it work? (laughs) It's got a can opener. You get a can of beer and see if that works. Actually, the the review that I did watch, um, he said the can opener, it does need a little bit of of TLC. It wasn't like super sharp. So I think I'll have to do that before I go to open any cans. And looking at this one, I mean, it's not – it does – yeah, it is it is looking like it's going to need a little bit of help. But it would still work. But, yep, anyway, that's all I got to say about that. Okay.
0: Well, I suppose that's Okey our show. Dokey, then. should probably quit before my, apparently my voice is leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you don't
1: sound the best, Box. No,
0: I haven't talked today. I didn't know I sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the show. Thanks for stopping by, everyone. Be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our website, LifeShortLiveFree.com. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our Subscribestar page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum over on LifeShortLiveFree.com slash community. If you aren't aware, Beers and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and our website. We would love for you to come out and get in on the conversation. Check out our sponsors, ShyWorks at shyworks.com and Facebook, and Ballistic Imagery at ballisticimagery.com and Facebook. And that's the show, folks. We're going to get out of here. That's the night. Thanks for stopping by. That's all I have to say about that. Become ungovernable. Sam, Miles, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to...
1: Miles says, look up slob squad at your own risk on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> well, <All right. laughs> Google images, what do you wonders? All right, guys. Thanks for sticking around. It's been a fun one. We'll see you again in two weeks. And until we see you then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America.
0: And to fund the ATF. And repeal the NFA.